Warning, Serious Business is a podcast about Homestuck. How cryptically meaningless. Hello and welcome <laughs> to Serious Business, a Homestuck book club. My name is Sam and my pronouns are he and him. Hello, my name is Samariel. You can call me Sam. You can call me Ari. My pronouns are they, them. I chose that one because that's how I feel about Homestuck. Accurate. And I'm Bastion. My pronouns are he and they. And let's get this show on the road. Damn. Yeah, especially because there's this little thing in the corner where Zencaster just says, time remaining 42 minutes. I don't oh. think we're going to be done in 42 minutes. Shit. I didn't but realize I'm... that was a thing. Yeah, neither did I. We'll figure it out. This Has week... that been a thing the entire time? We no, it only started being a thing than... last time. Uh, and it might be total time. I don't know. Yeah. Nah. Anyway, this week we read pages 49, 83 through 50, 84. Sam, what'd you think? Uh, oh boy. You know that feeling when you have a lot of different friend groups and you try to host an event to try to not necessarily integrate those friend groups, but because you are the epicenter of those friend groups and they're all people who are very special to you and you mm-hmm. want to have them in a in in a single space together and that turns out to be a very bad idea because none of these friend groups have anything in common other than you and you can only be in one place all night and so you try to placate all of these various different friend groups and it just gets more and more stressful as the night goes on because everybody's got anxiety and no one's getting along uh yeah that's how most of this section felt <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of just the the struggle of trying to introduce your various friend groups, um, or at least the first section. So the, there's sort of the three sections of this, which is yeah the the friend groups meeting, the chess game, and uh, the choose your own adventure shenanigans, uh, where we get everybody on the same plane. Yep. Um, yeah. So the friend group bit was fun, if you know, a little. We'll we'll get into it as we go on. A little bit like, oh, okay, I feel mildly called out. Thanks, hussy. Um, the chess game, I don't understand enough about chess. Um, but it was very like, yeah, you know what? This is Homestuck. I guess that makes sense. Move along. It, it is it is it is an interesting setup. I like the way that it's done. We, we Again, we will discuss this as mm-hmm, we go on. Mm-hmm. I feel a little bit rushed now now that you have mentioned that we have a time limit. Um, and then, yeah, the Choose Your Own Adventure shenanigans, it's an excuse to get everybody on the same plane. Yeah. There we go. I That's love my first the chess impressions. Game. This chess game, I have been waiting for. The chess game is just, honestly, it might be my favorite scene in Homestuck. It's so good and well done and the turn is... Ugh. I love it. That was a chef's kiss. <laughs> sure was. Um, so, yeah, we start off Chef with... Chef kiss you on the mouth. Sorry, go on. <laughs> we start off with uh, the Dream Bubble Meteor Meetup. Um, yep. So Jake and Aranya arrive in the Dream Bubble with the Meteor crew, and they find Mina, Dave, Karkat, and Kanaya are fighting girls are fighting oh my god the girls are fighting presidential alert terezi um, is just sort of face palming 
I will say we get a very good gift that is Aranya trying to shoo Mina away from the double-sided trident, but because yes. it's a gif, Mina is sort of, if you watch it, it's just sort of Mina scooting back and forth towards yeah. and away from the trident. Uh, it's delightful. But yeah, That's mostly good. it's just various friend groups interacting and sort of going, hey, what's that guy's deal? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, so the nice thing here is like this is the reunion between Aranea and Mina, and it really does feel like these are two friends that know each other really well um, who are seeking each other for the first time after a while um, because, you know, Aranea's like, yep, this this trident's mine now. I might sell it and knows how much that will bug Mina and all that stuff. Like, yeah. I, I believe mm-hmm. by because by the text, Aranya has been dead for several, 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 like thousands of years, presumably. Yes. But Mina has only been dead for a very short time. Yes. Even though presumably they died at the same time. Right, but the point is like the wibbly wobbliness of the furthest ring. Yeah, because you know, bullshit. (laughs) And also the uh, and also the 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 um, lifetime differences in the like troll blood cast whatever bullshit. Sure. Oh, sure. Well, but well, wait, but that no, doesn't do make find sense because Mina all has the longest bloodline yeah. of everybody. Because oh, right. she's the fuchsia blood. But but it doesn't matter because Mina blew them all together. up at once. Right. Yeah, Mina did in fact blow them up all at once. We will I find remember this out what we read this section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, so here's here's the the fun bit of what happens is is Mina. Everybody's like, wait, what's going on? Because Mina and Aranya are the two newest characters that mm-hmm. nobody here really knows. And so they're like, what, what, what's your story? What's your deal? And Aranya's like, oh, let me tell you the tale. And Mina goes, no, fuck you. Here's what happened. I blew us all up. That's what happened. Yeah. Like, well, because so the whole, right, like Aranya is an exposition fairy. Like that yes. is her role as a character. She goes on, the, as we've seen, she goes on these like long and long exposition dumps. And Mina knows it's that she like has a penchant to do that because they are friends, right? And so mm-hmm. as Aranya is about to launch into a sub act of Homestuck mm-hmm. explaining what happened to the Beforest mm-hmm. Trolls, Mina like puts her hand over her mouth and is like, so here's what happened. And then when Mina is done, Aranya's like, yes, you have no talent for storytelling. There were no dramatic reveals. And like, like that is the like, you did not do a sub act of Homestuck the way you were supposed to right now. And quite, thank quite literally goodness. Like, like <laughs> on, on the one hand, Andrew Hussey is Andrew Hussey's self insert. On the other hand, Aranya is Andrew Hussey's self insert. Like literally, literally, because here's what happened. Okay, I'm reading this, and as a person who has complained about this is so much fucking bullshit exposition that I don't care about. Holy shit! You just wanted mm-hmm. to tell a story that I could not give less of a shit about. Right. And and then and he would get this section. says that Carcat yeah, is yeah, about yeah. to talk, and Carcat's like. Who are you, the people? Why should I care about you? Right? Like, that is the point of yeah, view of yeah. the readers. Carcat butts in and is like, I just want to see Nepeta. I want to hang out with three, like, yeah, even, even talks a dude. Nepeta. Nepeta. He's like, just like, 50 Nepetas. And I'm like, all right, Carcat. <laughs> but Carcat is the audience, right? Carcat yeah, yeah. is the, like, well, why the fuck are all these neutrals here? I just want to see the old characters that were my friends that I was hanging out with give me Nepeta Quest so Nepeta can still win. <laughs> 
You know? And these are complaints I have levied against Homestuck, like exactly. as this podcast has gone on. And so then we get Aranya's snapback, which is going, oh, okay, you don't want story? Well then, here's some bullshit yes. summary yes. that I'm going to give to you in one to two sentences of everybody's life. And freaking she does that, and Mina spends the whole time going, wait, no, I want more information. And right. I'm like... Well, and, and the stories right, that hussy, Aranya right. is telling are the troll ancestor stories that we already know. Yes. So it's a it's a it's a double feature of purpose in it's making fun of us, the audience, for complaining about taking too long, as well as real quick delivering the shit that we may have forgotten because so much shit has happened. And no, I don't exactly remember everything that happened with the bullshit troll ancestors who showed up and then disappeared. Right. In Vriska's ancestor fanfic. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I mean, we, we've skipped a bunch, and I think we'll go back. But Aranya yeah. specifically doesn't talk about the Condes, who is Mina. Yes. Yeah. Be- because Mina's the one who's being a shit about this. Right. Because Aranya's like, oh, that's everyone, whatever. And then Mina's like, you're forgetting someone. And she then, does a double fake out because she first does. she's like, "Oh, that's right, Megado. Here's what Megado was doing." Da, 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 da. And oh, and you also you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's yeah, such obviously. honestly, it's it's yeah. a real good meta interaction. Like Aranya it, here is a little yes. meta, but yeah, indeed. It was meta. It was sassy. It was bitter. It was entertaining. Go on. Definitely better than a a young troll stands in their respite block uh, part two. I oh, absolutely! Would quit the podcast. No, absolutely. I let's, don't think we would be doing that podcast do the cycle because that would not time. be a good story, mm. right? Like the no, point yeah. here is that like the characters are doing bad storytelling, but the fact is that's good storytelling for Homestuck in this moment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um teases here we get silhouettes for the rest of the before us trolls you can figure out who everyone is from the silhouettes um especially with the ancestors in mind but like it's a fun tease because we haven't met them yet um we see that they did the scratch um and they were they were going to do the scratch they so they they did do the scratch they did do the scratch after they activated the scratch mina killed them all because Mina found out they could still exist as ghosts, as opposed to being erased from uh, the story completely. Yes. Um, the before the whole like exposition before us bit, after Carcat's tantrum, um, there's a side conversation that we follow with Dave and Rose while Aranya is talking in the background, and it is a way. It is like the camera pointing away from Aranya as she talks, so we don't have to get more Aranya exposition, and we just yes. get this like side Dave and Rose conversation, um, because Dream Roxy has sleepwalked out here, mm-hmm. and so um, you know Dave or. What is this hypothetical situation that Dave brings yeah, up? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Dave and Rose talking about mom. Waking up about, Roxy's like, dream self. Trying to wake her up and all that jazz and all the effort it takes to wake her up. Yeah. Um, Rose does some pseudo-psychology in response to Dave's hypothetical scenario and stops short of calling him gay. Yep. 
Because phallic imagery, ha 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 Bro, isn't it funny when gay? It is, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> can confirm. Uh, and Rose confirms that Dream Roxy is drunk and mentions that, like, possibly mom, like, Rose's mom sleepwalked due to being drunk, which I don't know that that's scientific, but sure is here in the story. Sure um, is. We also get the introduction here of text in parentheses used as a denotion of whispering because this whole yes. Dave Rose conversation is in parentheses um, because they are whispering. Mm-hmm. When Aranya threatens to tell her story, Mina says, make me double die. Can that happen? Can you kill a ghost? Um, which is just, you know, something to tuck away. Uh, I'm sure. As yeah, we learned yeah. from the musical Beetlejuice, exorcism, dead for the dead. Yep. Scientific text, the musical Beetlejuice. <laughs> I mean, it's also in the film Beetlejuice, frankly. So, you yeah. know. Um, Mina calls Aranya Windfang, which is a very good nickname for Aranya because it looks like Mindfang, but with a W. But it's Windfang because she talks a lot, but it only works written down, <laughs> unfortunately, mm-hmm. which is fine because all these characters' dialogue is actually typed out and we're reading it. They're not saying it, but it's funny. So then Aranya tells uh, Mina about her imperious condescension. Mina gets very excited, starts fangirling about herself. Um, and because of this, Jake, who is here, thinks that Mina is going to grow up to become her imperious condescension, which, like, fair, I guess. It's it's complicated. Uh, Jake attacks Mina and, like, knocks her out cold. Yep. Um, while this is happening, Terezi... What is he... He calls her, what, Fish Hitler? Fish Hitler. Yeah, he calls her Fish Hitler. Because, you know, she is the reason that his friends in the future are dead and that the Earth no longer exists. So, yeah, you know? Yes. Fair enough. You see a space fascist, you attack. Yep. Respect. Yeah, so, I mean... Die, Fish Hitler, die! Sorry, that wasn't a Columbo voice. <laughs> As we all know. As we all know, Jake is Columbo. Jake is Columbo in this section also. What do you mean? Well, he he does he does the package sending, and he writes the note that says one more thing. Oh, yeah, fair enough. For for the record, from uh-huh. where I am sitting, I can see my Columbo shrine from the Columbo party <laughs> I threw uh, last weekend, where we watched the final episode of Columbo. Yes, the household god. The household god Columbo. <laughs> Which okay, Columbo actually. Full of grace. <laughs> Somebody wrote a whole fucking thing about how Columbo is Odin. And actually... Sure, okay. Well, here's the thing. Peter Falk (laughs) lost his eye when he was three years old. So he has a glass eye. And so Columbo as a trickster... Yeah, right? (laughs) Freaking OSP tweeted about it. And that was how I discovered this in the first place. And I was like, holy shit, Columbo is a trickster god. And I love this completely. Anyways, none of this is in the episode. Uh, I think the ravens are his dog, dog. His dog, dog. Okay, it's not exactly has, thought and memory, it's but not okay. exactly. No, his yeah. dog and his wife. <laughs> his dog and his wife. <laughs> 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 
I didn't think that was that funny, but okay. Uh, it's his wife and his nephew. There they go. <laughs> they go out into the world. They do all the interesting things. And then he just simply reports on what they do. And that's how he catches criminals. None of this is in the episode. Anyway. Want to bet? <laughs> you better not. I don't have a lot of editing time because of when we're recording. So... You know what? Fine. If there's a Columbo tangent in this episode, hell yeah. I Sounds expect great. nothing less from this podcast. Um, Anyways. While Jake is beating up Mina, Terezi can smell that brain ghost Dirk is around, which yes, something probably because she's a hero of mind and it's like that in Jake's mind. That was my guest, yeah. Or a seer of mind even. Seer mm-hmm. of mind, but yeah, whatever. That, yeah, because we does, we get Jake out of here, and yeah. and Terezi can still yeah. smell him. And Aranya like, ah. bonks Jake on the head with a trident, so he'll stop beating up Mina, and that wakes him up. Which like Jake for sure has a concussion, you guys. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Multiple concussions, probably. So it's fine. He um, has a dream concussion. It, yeah, he's fine. a dream concussion <laughs> yeah, and a yeah. real concussion. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mina finds I mean, her imperious condescension so cool. Based on the robot sparring, I'm going to guess he's got, like, chronic concussions. And the way that yeah, those colors flash like in his the helmet. The way those colors uh, flash in his helmet, he should not uh, be using it. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, even once uh, Jake wakes up, Brain Ghost Dirk is still in the dream bubble for some reason. It's a good question. Why? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't I, know that, that it's my, ever explained. Yeah. I figured it wasn't, and if it was, I was presuming seer of mind shit. Uh, yeah, it's probably more like a hope shit, but whatever. I don't or whatever. really care. Or heart it's shit. Cl- it, or heart there's shit. A weird, it's, there's a it's weird, a weird interaction there. Yeah. There's, a, there's a mutant circuit happening bullshit. here. That means whatever happens, happens, and if you question it, fuck you. So. Yep. Um, also, uh, Mina is not knocked out here. Um, she just no, does she's just not knocked care on her back. Uh, because uh, she thinks uh, being Fish Hitler is actually cool, and. Uh, yep. Because yeah, remember, she ran away to is. the moon because she didn't want to have to care about everyone on her planet. Yeah. Cool character, though. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. though, like, Mina's role in the story is, like, sort of an apology to people who wanted Feferi to be relevant. Like, it's I a guess. weird... Like, it's... it's. I... If Feferi was a big character, I don't think Mina would be. I have some right. mixed feelings about Mina... I guess because she is so, maybe not extensively, but I feel like she is, at least in some ways, black-coated. Oh, no, she certainly yes. is. Very. Yeah, both because of the way she talks and, like, the braids that she has. Yep. And so, like, I don't know. There's something about that that definitely and doesn't the, make me feel great. Yeah, and we will get into that more with both Mina and her Imperious Condescension um, because... Adult trolls, the design is very close to blackface, especially with her imperious condescension. Um, Unfortunately, I believe that very much. Yeah. 
I mean, we saw them. They all have like the the dark skin and the yeah. stuff. But we will talk about technically that they're gray the skin. Only the teenagers are gray skin. The adults are black skinned. Eh. It's not great. All, yeah. Also, and Mina is black coated. Uh, Mina does use AAVE as well as fish. She fun. sure does. So. Yeah, because like we get a lot of the fish puns, and that is like that's, that's also that is, the fun. Sorry. Well, no, that's mostly used as sort of the way that her and Aranya. That is mostly used as the way that you can tell that Aranya and Mina know each other. Yes. Is that in talking to each other, Aranya immediately starts using all of these fucking fish puns, even yes. if she doesn't mean to. But yeah, it's still like, mm, all right. You you seem like you had something you wanted to say on this, Sam. No, that was it. You said oh, it. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. Fucking crushed it. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, is there anything else we wanted to say about the friends meeting? Um, WV is also there. WV is also there. That's about it. That's really all there is to say on the matter. That's really all there is to say on the matter. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Uh, yeah, so we we move on to Jake waking up, because once he gets bonked on the head, he wakes up, and he's still very excited for the first Avatar movie, uh, whereas we who live now in the uh, post-Avatar 2 era Yeah, are... that movie sure did come out and made, like, no yeah. cultural impact, right? That movie sure does exist. Continuing there was an SNL sketch about it. a long tradition of Avatar movies. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the Avatar movie's greatest impact was its impact on Homestuck. I'm not going to argue you on that. I it feel like was the highest grossing movie of all time when it came out, though. And that what else has referenced it? Technically true. Jenny Nicholson's review of it? the Avatar. <laughs> the Jax Films video that says name an Avatar character for $5. Uh, dang. Where no, well, no, not that Avatar I character. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he he goes along a Chicago, uh, uh, not Chicago. What's the other one? New York. California. He goes San along Francisco? a California. Shut the fuck up. He goes along a California pier and is like, name a character from the movie Avatar for five dollars, and no was one can name Jack Francisco shit. San Francisco or was it L.A. Sam? It was L.A. He's from L.A. Okay. Well, you said yeah. a California, which is a, like you were equating Chicago with California. Yeah, and my liege, yeah. go off. Um, basically, <laughs> the same thing. Pretty much. Um, yeah. So Jake wakes up. This man is for sure concussed. <laughs> it's fine. It's, um... So he starts talking to. Well, more accurately, he starts. As as I do every morning when I wake up, is uh, catch up on the messages that everyone sent you while you were asleep. Wow, what does it feel like to be so popular, Sam? <laughs> yeah, got people blowing up it your feels phone all hours, huh? Pretty fucking great, I will say. Uh, do we want to talk about uh, Jake's browser? Do we feel confident yeah. in that? Yeah. So Jake's browser is Abraxas. Abraxas. Abraxas is a hedonist ter- or agnostic term. Um, the Wikipedia page is a lot and I can't figure it out, but it's like a demon, I guess. 
Oh, here. The Catholic good. Church deemed Abraxas a pagan god and ultimately branded him a demon, as documented in J. Colin de Plancy's Infernal Dictionary. Abraxas is labeled the supreme god of the Basildians, whom he describes as heretics of the second century. It's more complicated than that, but yeah. it certainly is. Demon it, is it's, it's, kind of the gist. And it's is mostly the reference here. Yeah. yeah. Its origins appear to be as early as like ancient Greek. Yes. And Egyptian. It's got Hebrew, Greek yep. origins. Yeah. So it's it's, like it's, an, a, it's an inscription on a coin. It's it's some Gnostic bullshit and uh fuck the Gnostics, Gnostics were moving is. on. Yep. Being applied to the great archon. Anyway. Anyways. Anyways. I'm sure it's not it's a, fucking it's important. A little, it's a little snake thingy. It's it's important because it's Jake's denizen. Do we sure. ever meet Abraxas? No. Yeah, no. I was going to say, uh, we Abraxas, haven't met like any of the fucking denizens. Yet. The only thing about Abraxas is Abraxas Calibrator is one of the few uh, homestuck Tumblr posters still cranking out quality content. Hell yeah. Shout so, out to Abraxas Calibrator. You are a gem amongst rubble. Damn. Uh, yeah, is there anything in the actual conversation we should talk about? Um, Ubu is talking with Jake. She has started bending the rules of the game that she and her brother are playing, which is somewhat surprising for her, but probably not going to turn out too well for her in the long run since, Indeed. I mean, we read this chess game and also we know that her dream self is dead. She she mostly says she is going to break the rules in the future and is like, hey, I'll talk to you later with more oh. information. I, I think so, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then she tells him to send the package, confirming that she's the person that twisted Jake's arm to send it, and Jake twisted Jade's arm to make it. Yes, um, that's right. Uh, she reminds him to hang on to the fourth wall in his in the, le- the lab in his inventory, but we don't know that that's what that is yet. Um, and then something comes out of the Lotus time capsule, or rather. He tests the embiggener and the infinitesimalizer. Um, yeah. We get some Alice in Wonderland references. Yeah. He makes some fruits big and some Wizard of Oz references. He makes some fruits big and he makes Jade's yeah. old room small. It turns out the giant object in his inventory he's been keeping is the tower, like the the sphere at the top of the tower. Which was Jade's room, right? Yes. Yeah, that's Jade's, what I thought. Jade's lab. Grandma Jade's lab. Yeah. Uh, and then all the weapons for the bunny come out of the Lotus time capsule. Including the keep an eye on silly who. Keep an eye on where those will appear in the future. Well, I don't have to worry about it because fucking we get the fucking... Uh, Shit, what are these called again? Flash animations. We get a fucking flash animation. That shows where they go after this, but someone had to put them in the capsule to make them show up here in the first place. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) It's all some bullshit time travel, whatever nonsense. Here, it's now. 
Uh, yeah. Your eye on the cup with the ball in it. <laughs> yep. In an hour and 11 minutes, something else is going to come out of this time capsule. Sam, do you have any guesses what it is? Uh, it's incredibly specific, and uh, we'll find out in two sections, so d- don't worry about it. Uh, I just wanted to do a comedy bit here. The only thing I can think is Lil Cow, maybe? I have no fucking idea. Yeah, that, that's That's fair. the best guess I have. A fair it's gonna, guess. It's going to be some bullshit. It's either like Lil Cal or a pumpkin. Honestly, like, it's closer to Lil Cal than a pumpkin, but also sure. there's no way you can absolutely no-scope this at this point in the story, so don't worry about it. Hmm. <laughs> Unless so you, you did, that, in which case I'd be I incredibly want to impressed. Scope it, but I don't think I'm gonna be right, able I'll to. I'll give you two more guesses. Is it is it an item we have seen before? Yes. Oh, it is actually. <laughs> item okay. is a stretch, but yes. I will think about this. Um, the main comment that I want to make is that I think it is hilarious that because we we get the um flash animation of yeah where the weapons go for this entire sequence once jake sends it off and writes his letter and we get yes. like a very like abridged oh here's the journey of where all the weapons go and, and i think it's i think it's hilarious that the song that is used here is i don't want to miss a thing where the animation <laughs> then shows us every single fucking step of the way of where these weapons have been I think that's incredibly apt and stupid, which is, you know, the the homestuck uh, course du jour. So, you know. This is true. Um, yeah, so Jake writes the Columbo letter that we <laughs> we saw Jake first teased in at the end of Act 4. Um, and then uh, the bunny goes back in the box and we get page 5027, S. Terry, fast forward to live. Uh, which is uh, the Don't Want to Miss a Thing revamp. Um, the song here is I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, performed by Michael Guy Bowman. And he does a great job, to he be does a perfectly great job. frank. Yeah. You can't hear a lot of it because it's all fast-forwarded and shit, but he does a good job. Yeah, it's like sped up and slowed down in various ways, but it, it is it all perfectly serves the animation that is happening. And yeah. it's it's it yeah it's very stupid but also funny in that classic Homestuck way. There's a link to a bonus flash at the end of this page, which is a uh, Dark Cage Two, which is uh, titled "S Wait, What Am I Supposed to Do with This Bunny Again?" Um, it is slow motion JPEG compressed zoom in on Nick Cage in the wife beater at the end of. Um, Con Air. Air. And then it cuts Mm -hmm. to an image of Andrew Hussey uh, wearing the God Tier space shirt and Toby Fox wearing a uh, Beta Kids dancing merch shirt. Uh, They are both wearing weird glasses and Toby Fox is flipping off the camera. Nice. That's that flash. Then we get the chess game. Here we go. Yes. Hell yes. Hell fucking yes. You're very excited about this. I love this. Like this was this 
no, was like, a turning like, point for me when reading Homestuck. I, I saw in the notes how excited you were for this, and I was like, oh, okay, hell yeah. Yeah. I know so, jack shit about chess, but, you know? I I know off, how King. to play chess, but zero of the strategy. So let's talk about what happens, which is that, so Uwu and Yu are playing chess with each other. Um, there is a candy red uh, set and a uh, lime green set. They are sort of like snake alligator themed, the pieces are. Yes. Um, and the way this works is they talk, but only one of them talks at a time. So yes. it's, it's the like one person began talking with someone, they send a bunch of messages, and then that person stops talking. And then the next person starts talking, they send a few messages, and they stop talking. Which Because it's gives, the same person. Because it's a conversation over time. Yeah. Aww. yeah. I mean, yes. Yes, you figured it out. It will be we, miraculously yeah, revealed next time. Sounds You've great. called this one, so I I'm mean, sort of done. What? Yeah. Just yeah. Great. One more thing. Um, I can't help being so incredibly smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, you called this shot. I think it's... I'm not going to pretend anymore. Well, yeah, they showed us the ankles, which I think was really the killer for this reveal. It was just like, ah, it's the same person. Yeah. The chained ankles. Um, Yeah. So this is a person who's essentially playing chess against themselves, but it, it is delivered in the form of one of them sends a message, and then they disconnect, and then the other one sends a message, and then they disconnect, yeah. and each each time, and the way this is delivered in the comic is you are given sort of uh, an image with a arrow to um, forward to the next move, so the way it kind of goes is you can read it, and when you get to like, oh, knight to g6... You hit the air. You scroll back up. You hit the arrow to the next chess move, and you scroll back down, and you read. And the next time they hit a chess move, you scroll back up, hit to the next chess move. It's it's pretty fucking cool. I won't lie. Like this, and it would be this... much cooler if it wasn't an embedded YouTube video on the Viz site. Oh, <laughs> no. Viz Media, no. That I'm sorry, work. Sam. <laughs> oh. It's okay. I don't. Like the the clicking through with the moves is cool. It's not really the important part of the story. Um, oh sure, yeah. You could easily because if you're like me and don't know shit about chess, you can just click through the fucking moves and go, oh boy, here they go. It does, it does, there are sure are fewer pieces on the table. Yeah, and it it'll pop up every check. so often. Yeah, it'll point yep. out check and it'll point out checkmate, and so like you you can you can go along relatively safe and have a pretty good time. Yeah, and so, advance through all of the images, and then scroll down and read everything. Yeah. But it, I will say the tension does build a little more deliciously if you do it in the like, oh, next move, boop, and then follow yeah. along. Well, and the way that like this sequence of five pages is laid out does a very good job of building the tension. Um, yes. But basically, we find out through this conversation background context, like they do this all the time. Uh, uwu wins all the time because the grumpy you is just doesn't play well um but we find out that he has cast an enchantment spell on this Ooh. game and as such he's in quote enclosing all his moves in quotation marks 
um, and a whole bunch of other stuff, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's weird. It's sort of like what's going on. She's like, whatever. Cool. You're playing weirdly, but like, I'm still going to win stupid, whatever. Um, and she, she, she puts him in checkmate and, uh, he's like, uh, no, that's not checkmate. Sorry. Beetlejuice. Uh, no, that's not checkmate. And she's like, uh, what are you talking about? Yes, it is. And he's like, no, it's not. Uh, and then he says, um, surprise, surprise. You are not done with anything unless you want to forfeit. Look closer at the king and queen and then remove their crowns. Um, yep. And you go to the next page and you can see that he's he put little hats on his king and queen to make them look like the other piece. Yeah. He, he disguised the king to look like a queen, and he disguised the queen to look like a king. Um, and Ooh. didn't break any of the rules as he did it. He only moved his king as a king, and he only moved his queen as a king could move, which is legal for a queen to do in chess. Um, on the page where the crowns come off, there is a prankster's gambit callback on the bottom, which is like, it's it's the like punch of like, oh, this, you know, this is dumb of like, <laughs> This doesn't, you know, it's it's a callback There's, to add humor, but it really just adds to the tension of like, hey, this is right. something that's usually used for stupid things, but this is important. Yeah. But actually, but also, but also, this is stupid. This is a chess game where we that happens all the time, and there are no stakes, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, are, chess are is, there? Chess is also such like a perfect use for these two characters because they are playing this game with each other that has rules that we don't really know what the rules are. And we see here, neither of them break any rules, but uh, he is able to exploit the rules to his advantage because of yeah. her like good-natured humor, right? Like yeah. whereas she she dresses up all her pieces and trolls and gives them blood casts as part of this fan fiction thing she has going on. And mm-hmm. he thinks that's stupid, but follows those same rules that she uses in order yeah. to win here. Um and and when and when she kind of critiques him and is like, "Oh, you know, like even like cuz she she calls him out of like this is bullshit. You can't do that. That's stupid." But then she moves along and is like, even if you did do this thing, I could still beat you. And he goes, oh, so you acknowledge that this is a valid game and we can continue. Like, he, like, full Regina George's her and is is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've ceded legitimacy and so now we're going to continue as if it were legitimate. When it's clearly not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no but the point like, is that it could bestie, be Bestie, back out. Right? Like, exactly. It, but, but she yes, has a point she wants to prove. Any reasonable person, though, absolutely would not accept right. that. Sure. And and <sighs> this is the, the line also that she says to him is, uh, this is childish even for you. And where's the, let me see. Um there's there's stuff here about like caligonous flirting that they're doing and it's like oh no. yeah and he he, he and even like, says so gross, like oh which, you know i thought i thought i was your bro uh-huh. yeah you really hate me and she's like no i don't hate you like that and it's like okay well so this actually lends credence to why he doesn't understand porn um <laughs> if he <laughs> yeah. can't have human love feelings um but he 
what's the she says uh this is unbelievably childish even for you and he goes i know i am a child so are you it just so happens that you are a child who just got fucking served it is not against the rules to be childish or disingenuous or unsportsmanlike it's also not against the rules to be a bastard which is another <laughs> thing i am i'm saying that all the time man it's so it's <laughs> Right. It's important that he's calling attention to him being a child because this is a building's roman. This is about this is a story about children growing up. Hell yeah. And this character is not in a state where he started to grow up. And uh we'll see how that turns out for him. Mm-hmm. Best of luck. Mm-hmm. Except not, because you Except, suck. <laughs> honestly, this character could become like real self-actualized, you know, like Listen, if if he goes on a journey and figures his shit out and starts making some apologies, maybe I'll have something to say. So yeah, um this is about when Uwu is like, "Oh, listen, uh fucking cuz he oh, that's right, cuz cuz Uwu is like, "Oh, you know, you're I haven't broken as many rules as you have." And she's like, yes. "I didn't break any rules. I was doing you a favor." Uh, in any case, you say you managed to beat yeah, me. He does like the nice guy argument, like, like the like I didn't actually break the rules, but you were willing to let me break the rules, which is actually just as bad as breaking the rules. And it's like, it's not, like, yeah. So, so she's she's like, you know, I was trying to do a thing to help you, and you know what? Even if you have done this bullshit thing, you haven't actually mated me yet. Grandmaster bro. So fucking let's keep playing. <laughs> and then they fucking keep playing. And he unfortunately he does beat her. And uh, yeah. we see. Uh, and he's an asshole about it. Oh, yeah. Like, he's an he's, absolute dick about it. It goes without saying because it's this character. A, ba- a but, bastard like, about it? He's a massive even? dick about it. Yeah. He starts um, eating the pieces that he takes. Sure does. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So they, they keep playing chess. A smarter man than me knows what all these various chess moves are slash mean slash whatever. But eventually we see a hand smash down on the chessboard. And it's yep. it's the hand. What's the fucking name of the character? My brain wants to say Calmasis. Yes. Is that correct? All right. Fuck yeah. Nailed it. Yes. Um. Yeah. It's Well, and it's even the it's got the little squiggle of um, the got- like. It's stitching got, that Andrew Hussey had when Hussey was dressed up as Calmasses. Yeah, it's, it's got the six, which I believe is meant to denote um, a um, shit. What are they called? Hold on, don't tell the me. Cufflink. Nope. <laughs> Fuck! I said don't tell me. God damn it, Sam. Sorry. It's you fun. said it as I was saying it. I didn't. I there's didn't get There's a delay. That. We're podcast recording. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, there's there's a cufflink. The cufflink of this character, which is, I believe, the character from Rose's novel, mm-hmm. originally, yes. technically, question mark. Rose's novel, which are also meant to be an allegory for what's technically happening at the same well, time. Well, it's, it's meant whatever. to be an allegory of what happens with Lord English and the Condens. Sure. And we hear that in that story, um, Calmasis was able to survive by being checkmated and then can somehow from a spell continuing to play through that checkmate. Yes. That's what we see here. That's the like piece of foreshadowing that we got from complacency of the learned that's come to fruition here. Yeah. So best of luck, Uwu. Yeah. You, so anyway, you got Uwu, this, babe. Um, Uwu smashes Your the table seems like a and he's like, well, I guess you, 
well, I guess yeah. you forfeit. Yeah, uh, who smashes and... their fist on the table and all the pieces fall over, but yeah. Yeah. She blocks him and he's like, I mean, that doesn't do anything. Also, yeah. um... You know that doesn't do anything. Anyway, I'm happy we are in agreement that I won. You shouldn't underestimate me. I'll leave you alone for a while like you want because really, who cares about you? Uh, yeah, he he goes on and threatens to but kill her again. you should believe me when I tell you someday I'm going to kill you in your sleep. Maybe even more than once. And that's yeah, where this section ends. And, you know, if I had cut this whole act better, that's where we'd end the, the reading section. But it's fine. I mean, not much else happens, frankly. Because now we get to the character select scene, and it's... This is where we get the bulk of the pages for this section. <laughs> oh, that's not true. There's only like yeah, 50 pages but left, but not a lot happens. Yeah, and frankly, not much happens in these pages other than the Red Miles have been launched, and uh, the autoresponder reaches out to everybody going, Hey, you're about to die. You need to connect to the game ASAP because otherwise you will die. Here's a link to like a quick thing so that you can like quick do it. Drop all of the machines as soon as possible. Get into the game. Like we we need to like go 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 go. Yeah. And then everybody gets into the game and arrives on Durst. Like that's pretty much the summary of what happens in these sections. Yeah, but not like gets into the game like unlocks their planets. Like, yeah, no, they haven't done that. They've they literally everybody's like, ah, I'm walking around the place where I'm currently in, yeah. and look at this transporter panel. That's so freaking cool. And then they oops onto Durst, where the red miles are also happening because there's bullshit about Juju's, because it's the no, thing. So. It's the th- well f- further okay that's right cuz who's who's getting the explanation Roxy's getting the explanation oh, Yeah Roxy y- and wanna- Dirk are both getting the explanation All right So so Jane and Jake are both end up on Durs here Yeah uh the the autoresponder tells Jane to start setting up for Roxy to enter the game um Jane worries for Roxy's safety and sets up everything and then she ends up on Durst where the Red Miles are doing a whole lot of damage and she sees Dirk in the sky and Jake across a chasm. Uh Jake goes down under the elevator to get the like lab orb. There's two transportalizer pads down there. One is Durst colored, one is Prospect colored. Uh he, he takes the, the fourth wall one. out of the orb, walks into the Durst one. <laughs> or he tells Jake to start or the autoresponder tells Jake to start setting up for Dirk to enter the game, which Jake does. Um, in the first time they have communicated this whole day, Dirk, Dirk gives, gives Jake a, a thumbs, thumbs up, up into the sky. Like the fucking robot from Terminator 2. That's true. I didn't think about that. I, um, I mean, I don't Jake think that's a reference Jake goes to where he sees Dirk in the sky as well as Jane and little Sebastian. Yeah, there you go. Roxy. Yeah, Roxy has just finished fighting a bunch of robots and is trying to help the carapaceans like get to safety. And and autoresponder is pretty much like, yeah, not much you can do for them, bestie. Uh, you need to get into the game ASAP. And I think it's, mm, it's not the autoresponder. It's it's Uwu, isn't it? Who who talks to yeah. her and is like, hey, so your universe is a frog, and the red miles yes. are destroying that frog. And I'm like, 
This is an explanation that makes even less sense to a drunk person, babe. I know you're trying to be helpful, but it is not working. Um, yeah, Jane has messaged Roxy to make sure Roxy's okay. Um, the autoresponder gets Roxy to set up for Jake to enter the game and has the line, uh, how ironic would it be if the best player turned out to be the drunk girl? Wouldn't that be sweet? As, as almost like a way to kind of bait her into getting into the game sooner than yeah. sooner than later. Because it's just like, oh, you know, like, oh, what if this thing happened? You know, that'd be pretty cool. It's like, oh, wait, I want to be cool. Runs headlong into game that will kill you. Here's where we find out that Jake eating the baby is Roxy's phone background. In, indeed, indeed. Which I love. And I still love it. Also where uh, we learned that uh, Roxy's phone is like an early smartphone. Yeah, for reasons. I mean, which... Because that's when Homestuck was coming out. No, like, yeah, because she's supposed to be, what, 500 years in the future? Slash... Yeah, I mean, it's 413, but yes. Some, something stupid like that. Listen, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yes. Mm. It tracks enough that you can kind of go, all I mean, right. You know, she may be 413 years in the future, but it's not like there's much progression that happened in the meantime. Yeah. Except in uh, drone technology and uh, failed uh, bio experiments. Well, presumably Roxy crashed onto the planet on a meteor, and so Rose just had an early iPhone sitting in the house for her to pick up and mm-hmm. use as her own. So, yeah, but I don't think the satellites would still be around, though. Eh, you never know; those are up in space, and maybe the condense isn't looking necessarily at those. She's paying more attention to killing as many humans as possible. If you want to apply point. logic to Homestuck. Sure, sure. Like a madman. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about the astrophysics of Homestuck for a moment. All right, everyone Wait, can but fly. can we? <laughs> yeah, what do you want to talk about? Oh, that'd be so fun. Uh, I mean... We asked an astrophysicist to analyze okay. Homestuck. <laughs> Okay, but for our D&D campaign, we did actually ask an astrophysicist to <laughs> to say, hey, if we had a planet that's like mostly water, but it had four moons, how would the tides work? And he responded. Uh, I love my so astronomy To be clear, I didn't send the email, but. No, listen, don't apologize. That's brilliant. And I love that. Listen, I've been writing fucking like X-Files fanfic and Googling. Googling shit. Well, it's, it's X-Files Columbo fanfic. Um, and <laughs> of so, course. Which has me Googling shit like, can an EMP wipe a cassette tape? And the internet is fucking divided, man. So, you know. I mean, just set up an EMP by there's a, while there's a cassette tape around. It's not that hard to find out. Well, I, I did come across an article that was like, and this is why you should keep your collection of rare earth magnets away from your 80s rock collection. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, hell yeah, man. Anyways. Um, there's good art in this Roxy section. Oh, like, like I want to specifically talk about happens. the art in this Roxy section because it's like as Roxy's running away from fire, there's some amazing like silhouettes yeah. and compositions. I, I, Everything I is like wanna... shades of red. Because of yeah. the fire and the red miles. 
I don't want to slam this section for being quote-unquote useless because obviously not everything in a comic has to be to the purpose of perpetuating the story. Some things can just exist right. and be in their own moment. But, yeah, no, it's, I mean, essentially, as far as I'm aware, every, pretty relatively everything in this section other than, like, I guess Jake being like, oh, another time capsule has gone off. Um, not much else has happened in these sections other than everybody arrives on Durs and it is a problem. Yeah. Well, yeah, everything this because everything in this the point where we are at the end of this act is all of these kids entering the game, right? And so yes. everything needs to get in place for them to do that pretty quickly. And so these character yeah. selects are a way for a lot of that stuff to happen in a lot of pages without a lot of anything else happening. Like it's Which it's very much like we're moving these pieces closer together. Yeah. And not doing with a lot of other stuff. It's in I believe Dirk's section that we sort of get the the red miles are happening on Earth as well as on Durst for yes. two different reasons. Yes. Uh, as well as the bullshit about Juju's and all that jazz, yeah. which is still a thing that is very sus to me, but you know, whatever. The not the the narrative is very clearly moving forward with this idea with no questions asked. So, you know, we're just going to, yeah, we're just going to do it's that. It's not <laughs> great, but it's here. Sure is. The Homestuck story. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Dirk in his section great, is chatting with, uh, bro, the, the mean you, you, um, uh, you, basically calls him an idiot and says, you know, the red, for readers, the red miles on Earth are because Jack Noir, Beck Noir, unleashed the red miles on the Genesis frog containing Earth. The red miles on Durst are because Diamonds Droog's trying to kill Dirk on Durst. Yes. Um, I don't know why, but I have a note here saying, have people kissed in Homestuck to this point other than in Reviving a Dead Friend? Because I don't <laughs> think it's happened. Let me see if I can find out. Is why. it? Is it? I'm, I'm guessing because is it under one of the kids' sections? Oh, here, here it is. I found it. Because if it's under, <clears throat> okay, go ahead. Um. So you, you says. I was gonna say. I bet it's a you, you thing. That horny bastard. Yeah, Dirk's like, hey, why? Wh how did the miles get from one place to the other? And you, you as a reader of Homestuck, who is hates homestuck but knows about homestuck goes mm. well it's because actually two these two things are separate but they're happening at the same time to make you think that they are connected yeah and he says like some some circumstantial circumstantially simultaneous fuck rubbish fuck rubbish that's it yeah you're, you're so went, dumb yeah, you got it um <laughs> You've done it. You broke Homestuck down to its bare essentials. And and Dirk says, I thought you didn't know much about our story. You usually like to brag about how you don't care about details like that. And he goes, I mainly just skim past it all with disgust, except for the parts where people die. People I could die. read those over and Whoa. over. And also maybe the parts where people kiss. Um, <laughs> which, yeah, I'm pretty sure the only kisses that have happened to this point in Homestuck are reviving a dead corpse. Where people were, he had been Sounds revived, like yeah. the perfect confluence of interest for you, you. Honestly, correct. <laughs> Physical intimacy that serves a narrative purpose. Mm. Yes, it does. The narrative purpose is bringing people yeah, yeah, back yeah. to life. Thank no, you. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Dirk does his thumbs up into the sky, and you use, like, is that an obscene gesture? And Dirk's like, yeah, you probably think it would be. I mean, okay, but also, it's it, it's a combination of death and the signifiers of uh, romantic interaction without any of the actual emotion or significance of romantic interaction. Right. Wait, elaborate? Right, so the revival kisses Which are I- non-romantic kisses, oh. right? Gotcha. Yes, yes. That are deeply involved with death, and they are, like, deeply weird and awkward inherently. Yes, yes. Yes. And not connected to, like, the the spirit of what a makeout is supposed to be, and and, and in that way are, of course, what uh, you you would be uh, interested in. Uh, with whatever purian interest he's gotcha. got. I thought you were talking about the thumbs up for a second, and I got a little confused. But yes, no, you are yeah, you, I mean, you are the, correct. The thumbs up, the thumbs up is potentially uh, more romantic than any of the the kisses to this point. As we know from True. the documentary Terminator Two: Judgment <laughs> Day. <laughs> Haven't read it seen it it's, it's a movie yeah. <laughs> i'm not engaged with that text it's from the 90s bestie anyways so then you use like i have a present for you because you helped me build something thank you for that any guesses sam what uh dirk helped you you build well wasn't he talking about the smut pictures was that not what it was that's what i assumed that it was. is uh not what it was oh I, I don't know that we could say you you built those smut pictures. Um, in which case, the only other thing that I can think of would be, I guess, the hats on the chess pieces, question mark? Again, is it a thing yeah. that we have already seen? What does Dirk build? Dirk builds robots. Yeah. It's not a thing we've already seen, no. Okay. Well, then I've got no way of answering. Okay. That's fine. Dirk builds robots. That's a good point. Keep that in mind. Dirk builds robots. Dirk builds robots. He helped this guy build something. So then you use like, hey, I'm going to give you this gift, but first you have to give me Cal and throw him into the ocean. And Dirk's like, "Uh, no, that's not really how gifts work. And he's (laughs) like, you know, it's fine that actually you're just holding him because it'll be fine. Uh, Here's my gift. It's this drawing. Yeah, well, he sort of implies that Dirk will not be able to help but to throw Cal into the ocean. Yes. Because we've gotten the bullshit of like, ah, you cannot have two jujus in the same space. One of them is rendered useless immediately, whatever. But yeah, we we do get the the art that uh, fucking Yu-Yu makes, which Mm -hmm. is... um, abstract at best yeah everyone put mm-hmm. on your art mm-hmm. uh, cr- criticism put on, hats y- you know what you you know you know about cubism mm-hmm. yeah yeah we're we're doing we're doing some cubism this we're doing truly some real abstract here is a cubism. image of the artist's tortured soul uh, no there's there's splotches of colors around so there's jerks orange there's rocks they're not even pink, splotches they're lines they're lines there's single there's lines real, um attention to line in this piece uh, <laughs> uh, 
honestly, the movement of this piece, like I, I, you could, yeah, there's you some nice composition. Yeah, yeah, you could bullshit your way through a a, a visual rhetoric class with this kind of image. Mm-hmm. Easily. Yeah. There's Listen, some I lines saw, across dirt that appear to be shades. of trees that were drawn on an iPad in the Chicago Institute of Art uh, from some grandpa who did this over the pandemic who got it into the Chicago Institute of Art because he's like a respected artist in some other field. But I was like, these were all very clearly the same tree drawn on an iPad by someone who has not used an iPad for very long. Um, So, yes, absolutely. Uh, I love it. But, yeah, so we we get presumably an orange... We get... There are at least two scribbly orange lines that are meant to represent Dirk. There's sort Um, of like some shade lines by his head or what could be possibly considered a head. There's a series of of black scribbly lines that presumably are meant to represent um, you you. Um, there are also There's some scribbly red lines, on it. Yeah. yeah. Which which presumably because one of them is a jigsaw swirl, which you could presume as just a jigsaw swirl. Otherwise, it it's because the only other like red in this universe that we know of is the autoresponder and. Hypo- or, uh, no, we have seen uh, UU has talked to the autoresponder. So presume, so yes. hypothetically, this could be a steamy threesome <laughs> between a robot, an alien, and a boy. Um, what do you think someone who thinks holding hands is the height of debauchery would draw as a threesome, Sam? Listen, UU has two hands. <laughs> The autoresponder has no hands. The autoresponder has no hands. I guess technically UU in sharing a body, depending on the way that they split the body, only has one hand, question mark. In which case, Dirk has two hands. The the autoresponder still has no hands. The autoresponder still has no hands. Yes, but crucially, or at least presumably, uh, UU and Dirk both have faces which glasses could sit on. Oh, this is true. <laughs> also, there's Roxy and Jane squiggles at the bottom that are Yeah, as represented by absolute gibberish of of line drawing. Just real nothing lines that are colored in a way that makes you think they're significant. Which is Homestuck in which, a nutshell. Yep. Uh, this is an image uh, that you do have to scroll through on the browser, and I did not see those lines at first. Oh, I ah. see them. Yeah, so then the autoresponder's like, hey, Dirk, do you see what's going on on Durst? And Dirk's like, no, what's the situation? And Dirk goes, he goes, oh, hell no. Um, which is basically how the both the Jane and Jake sections ended with like them showing up on Durst and Jake be and Dirk being like, "What the fuck are they doing here?" And the autoresponder goes, "I am not responsible for right because the autoresponders specifically been like, "Don't go anywhere, sit don't tight. go there, and they're like, don't step on mm, the purple did, panel, <laughs> don't step on the thing that will distinctly transport you." I think yeah. Jane even calls out a transportalizer. Being yes. like, oh, that's a name I just made up. And the autoresponder is like, fucking stop. No, don't. Why? No, yeah. stop. 
No, the other the other good joke at the end of the Jake and uh, Jane sections is yes, it ends with them seeing each other, and when you're going through it as Jane, it's like, oh, Jake's here, and when you're going through it as Jake, Jake's like, oh, it's the White Rabbit. Oh yeah, and Jane too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he notices the robot before he notices the human woman. Yes, James Bond vision. Um, the homestuck wiki tells me that before the pages were completed for each character clicking one of the unfinished paths brought up a picture of andrew hussey in a troll costume throwing a chessboard with red and green pieces Um, and the message panels aren't done appeared at the bottom nice which i guess goes back to that chess game we just talked about also indeed um I'm going to complain about another Viz thing, which is that the page numbering here is a little weird because there are four different page numbers here for Viz that are the um, character select. Mm -hmm. Um, When really what you should have happen is uh, there be one page numbered the character select and then they would be sequentially after that. Um, Um. the, there are four different uh, character select pages in the browser as well. Okay, but I still, I, I just, okay, then my problem isn't with Viz, but like I still don't like it. Um, and it's not as big a deal here, but when we start learning about some passwords, that will be an actual complaint I have. But we are still probably a year out from unlocking some password pages. Anyway, that's the section. Sure is, bud. Yeah, we you did it. We we've gotten a little bit further. We've closed some loops. We've learned a little bit more, I We're guess, about things. the We're setting up things. Stuff. Yeah. A lot of setup. A lot of setup. Only one loop got closed here, which was the yeah, which was the Jake thing, which had me kind of go, wait, how does Jake know the name John? When did he learn that? Question mark. Well, he Anyways. and Jade have been conversing as pen pals. I guess, but it, that's never really established or explored. I mean, it's established yeah. in that, you know, Jade's like, oh, yeah, my pen pal, my grandson. But we don't really see that. And so it's like, I guess this has been happening? Question mark. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's. I thought there was going to be more. And then it just kind of happened into this section and i was i won't lie i was a little disappointed but it happened we're moving on we're getting along there's more to come this is not important even if it feels like it is because it's this is in fact stupid yep <laughs> this is stupid that's uh, homestuck baby that's homestuck baby <clears throat> next time we read pages 5085 through 5203 that sounds like a lot um and it is but also a lot of it is another character select section like this next time we get to meet uwu and we get to talk about meat and candy and we get to be real sad at the ending honestly you guys all right boy but we're getting real close to the end of this act and then we will be on into open bound, which, boy, open bound. Oh, boy. You like games? 
You can find us on Tumblr at SeriousBusinessPod. You can find us on Twitter at SeriousBusPod, I assume. Are we now still we're on all t- on Twitter? equal footing. We're still on Twitter. We are now on equal footing with everyone else who just had their check marks taken away yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, you can find Ari on TikTok at Ghost in the Bathroom. Uh, you can leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice, or just leave us your favorite copy pasta. We're not really miffed. Um, if you missed our uh, little introduction gags that we do, uh, send us ideas for them on Tumblr or Twitter or whatever, because we're out of them. And if you didn't miss them, then that's fine too, because we're not doing them anymore. That's a podcast. Listener, hit next.